you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Halloween is in just a few days, which means your Michael Buble and Mariah Carey albums are all queued up and ready to go for the holiday season. I'm sure you've also seen the toy catalogs come through the mail, and as you can imagine, those are very popular at my house with my three kids. This ramp up to the holidays means you should also be thinking about your sales strategies with your social selling business for November, December, and even into January. I'm here today with my friend, Becky Launder, CEO and co-founder of Modern Direct Seller, a one-stop shop for all social sellers. Becky teaches strategies and systems that will help you grow your business and have fun doing it. She shared her story in episode 33. Go back and listen in if you want to hear about how Becky went from top direct sales leader to CEO of her own company. Becky and I recently had a fun and casual conversation about how you can map out your sales strategies now to rock the holiday season and beyond. Grab your notebook and jot down a few ideas while you listen and get ahead of the game. You'll be so glad you did. Hi, Becky. Thank you so much for being a guest, a repeat guest on Directly Different. So excited to chat with you about holiday sales strategies because yes, holiday season is coming. I know prime days are happening this week. We're recording this in October. And so prime (laughs) days are happening this week and it's never too early to have a strategy in place for the holiday selling season. All right, Becky. So this is a little bit of a different interview. We are kind of just having just a casual coffee conversation, right? About holiday sales strategies. So thanks so much for joining me today for just some girl talk. (laughs) I love it. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. It is so great to be here. And yeah, like you said, we kind of mapped out what we want to talk about here on this episode, but we're keeping things really casual. And full disclosure, Tiffany and I have already had a 40-minute warm-up conversation. (laughs) I've had to push back my next meeting because we've had so much to say before we click the record button. So we're, we're caught up. We're warmed up. We're ready to go to talk all things holiday. That's right. So I have to ask to start off, when do you decorate for Christmas at your house? Oh, good question. Not till after Thanksgiving. We are, yeah, we got to wait till at least Thanksgiving weekend. My husband's more in the December, team December. And I'm always like, it's almost just very close to December. Let me take down all my turkeys and leaves and fall decor and let's transition that to Christmas. Yes, (laughs) I am the exact same way. I'm an online shopper for Black Friday. So I'm not shopping, out shopping on Black Friday. So it's very easy to have a chill day at home take down all the turkeys and the leaves, like you said, and put up the tree, decorate, take and do all that then. So I'm the same way. So I love that. Remember when people used to go stand in line, like on black Friday, really? Do people still do that? I don't know. (laughs) They're crazy. If they do, (laughs) they get up at like four in the morning or some people like used to camp out 
and wait until a store opened. Like I remember one time, one time, I mean, I'm throwing it way back to maybe middle school or high school. My mom and I went and I remember running into Old Navy and they had $1 fleece scarves. Oh, yes. Those were all the the colors, all the colors. And I remember running in with all these crazy people and grabbing all the scarves to realize that they had like hundreds of boxes of scarves behind them, but we grabbed all of them off the display because we had to get our $1 fleece scarf. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's a memory, really. That's all it is. It's an experience. It is. My mom always says, and I agree with her. She always says, I'd rather pay full price for an item than stand in line at 5 a.m. I'm not doing that. So I'm with her. I'm with her. I know. Online shopping all the way. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yes. All right. So speaking of online shopping, we are chatting about holiday sales strategies when it comes to our social selling businesses, which is mostly almost all online, right? So we need to have at least some thoughts around this time of year as to what our holiday season is going to look like. So we kind of mapped out, or you kind of mapped out, we're going to chat about it today, a five-part holiday plan that Mm. listeners can take away and be so prepared for this holiday season. So I'm excited to dive in. Me too. And I think, you know, this time of year, all the things are happening, right? We have holiday parties, we have school, if you have little kids in school, there's all the events, there's shows, there's performances. There's a lot happening this time of year. And I'm a planner over here. I like to have a solid plan. And of course we can't plan out every little detail, but at least having a solid plan, knowing the big things you're going to do in your business over the next 60 or so days. Yes, definitely. So yes, let's just dive right in to this five-part plan. Super fun. So usually this of course kicks off with our, our company's holiday product launch or holiday product reveal. I know ours is coming up in just a week or two and it seems like it comes earlier and earlier every year. Right? So what is, what are some strategies that listeners can have around this initial, like, here's what we're offering for the holiday season. What can they do first? Yeah. So when you think about your products that you're selling and what products are going to really hit the mark in terms of holiday gift giving, that's the, those are the products that we really want to keep in front of our customers. So most companies, I'd say most, have some kind of seasonal release, right? It's something that's a little bit festive or it's a holiday gift bundle. And you're right. It feels like it gets earlier and earlier every year. And there's also that urgency factor that a lot of times these are specials that are only going to last until they're gone. So there is a little bit of urgency around letting your customers know so they can get first dibs on those products and not miss out on anything before they sell out. So even if your products have already released, probably by the time this episode goes live, many people will already have a nice selection of holiday items that they can put in front of their customers. I would still plan some kind of event or activity around those specific products. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I got to at least get through Halloween. (laughs) So I really think that first week of November is the perfect time of year to be promoting holiday seasonal gift giving products. And you can do that in the form of an online party. You can do an open house in real life where you're sharing all of those items and you have samples and you take orders. Um, If you have a new catalog, that's a great time of year to ship out those catalogs to your customers that want to see those items and actually have it physically in their hand in a catalog. But we definitely 
definitely want to build a theme around holiday products, seasonal gift giving early November. So we start getting our customers into the holiday mode and really thinking about who they need to shop for this holiday season. That's awesome. I have nothing to add to that because that's perfect. And I do love the idea of doing some sort of like, I know for, for my company that I'm with, we have skincare and makeup and and products like that, that people can sample and test out. And it's so fun to be able to do that in person, especially for your loyal local customers that support you all throughout the year. It's a great way to give back to them, just kind of spoil them let them know. And then of course, and they're like, Ooh, I have to have that. And so it's always yeah. a win-win to have them over and spoil them a little bit, especially as it gets close to the holidays. I know one year I had a, it was in November and I had a, a hot chocolate bar at a, at an open house. And that was a hit. People oh, still talk fun. about it. I know there were, oh I know gosh. it sounds so simple. And I mean, this is a few years ago. So it was back yeah. when those were, you know, a really big thing, but I remember that was really, they were like, this is the, this is so cute. I love how you set this up. And so just a fun yeah. way to show your local customers some love, you know? Absolutely. And I think you can hybrid it also. I know you can't bring the hot chocolate to your virtual (laughs) customers, but you can go live from that open house. You can have customers share testimonials right then and there with your virtual audience. I think as much as we love getting in front of people and reconnecting, especially in the holiday season, when we think about those virtual customers, you know, some of them just can't make it that day, but may live locally. But then we also have such a big reach in our businesses these days that we don't want to leave them out. So even if it's part of a bigger online party that you're running, you can definitely go live. You can have other people, not just yourself, talk about the new products that are coming out, what they love, who they're shopping for to really get your, your audience thinking about it. So that is the first part is kind of our initial launch into the holiday selling season when it comes to our company and the products that they're going to be offering. So the next stop on the roadmap, I would say would be our black Friday, cyber Monday shop, small Saturday, giving back Tuesday. Am I missing any days? There's that one long weekend where there's day after day, after day, after day. And sometimes we can feel like, Oh, we have to do something for every single one. So what are your best tips for that weekend where it is, there is a huge emphasis on shopping and holiday gifts and all that that weekend. So what is, what are your, some of your best strategies for that time? Yeah. Well, in that time of year, of course we want to be relevant, right? Every other store is having a big sale or a big deal. And so we want to stay relevant and in the mix and have something special for our customers. But what I would say is you want to definitely piggyback off of any promotions your company is offering. So if you know that your company is going to do something, maybe you don't have the details of it, but you know that there's going to be something over that holiday weekend, I would reserve the promotions that you're doing during that time period to be your company's promotions. And and what that means is the discount is coming out of their pocket, not your pocket. So as fun as it is to come up with creative themes and deals and specials and all kinds of fun goodness that people will really, really love, go ahead and piggyback off of what your company's offering during that time period. It also allows you to kind of relax and enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. So you're not scrambling, answering text messages, responding to DMs and making sure people's orders get placed before items sell out. So lean on them a little bit more over that holiday weekend if there are sales and promotions happening. Now on the flip side, if your company 
doesn't have any deals or specials or historically has not participated in Black Friday promotions, you may want to do something special for your customers. But my best advice on that is to do it before Black Friday. So Black Friday, I mean, as, as much as we'd love to compete with Target and Walmart and all the big box stores that are spending all their marketing dollars to put their products in front of your customers' faces, if you can get a little bit ahead of that, that's going to really bode well in the results that you're getting and just the visibility, right? The other thing that I would caution you about is as much as a deal of the day is super fun and having, you know, Monday, we have this on sale and Tuesday, we're going to do a free gift. And Wednesday, when you do this, you're going to get that. Customers have a very short attention span right now. So I would pick one promotion and keep it in front of your customers throughout the duration of that holiday week, whether you're doing it the week before Black Friday, the week of Black Friday, the more you change things up, the harder it's going to be for them to catch up. And if you're sharing on social these days, in all likeliness, they're going to see the deal of the day from three days ago and then be frustrated that they missed out on it. So don't overcomplicate it. Keep it really simple and stick with one promotion that you can really do a good job of sharing with your customers. Yes. Any idea that I ever have, I always kind of pare it down and think to myself, okay, what is the simplest way that I can execute this? Let's yes. do that. <laughs> it's just yeah. there's too much, just too much going on. Like you said, there's already too much on our plates. And then to add something like this, you're just going to stress yourself out and it's going to burn you out for next year. I don't want to yeah. do anything for the holiday. It's too hard. You know, right. we don't want to get to that, to that point. And I think it's frustrating for customers too, if they miss out on something or they buy something and then they have to pay for shipping the second time they see the next deal. So just stick with one, do it really well. Um, I think sometimes we think that we're reiterating the same thing over and over and over. And, and even though we are, our customers aren't seeing it that way. They may only see it on Instagram or they may only get that text message from you. They're not seeing that you're blasting it across all of your channels. Another thing too, that I think can, we can really get into a pickle, get ourselves into a pickle is when we have these incredible deals. Cause like you said, we can't compete with target and Amazon and Walmart. We can trick ourselves into thinking that it has to be this insane doorbuster deal where we're losing money. So I think it's really important to, to really pay attention, really crunch the numbers and make sure that you're still making money on these promotions that you're offering for Black Friday. Go all out and make spoil your customers and make them feel loved and celebrated, but don't lose money in the process. Because again, that's oh, yeah. going to turn you off for next year. And be like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> we don't want yeah. that to happen. Um, a million percent. And I, I think that sometimes we think that we have to come up with these grand offers and really our customers are appreciative that we go over the top for them. So even if it is a little bit of a bonus gift or a small discount on their order, or maybe free shipping, you don't want to put in place strategies that are going to break the bank. So I'm so glad you said that. That is such great advice because we can get caught up in the excitement. Oh, everything's 50% off. And we realize that we're paying for our customers to shop. Yes. Yes. And then that's less money in our pockets to do our own black Friday shopping. So don't do that priorities <laughs> here, people. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So the next stop on our little roadmap here is leading up to the shipping cutoff. Typically for most companies, I would say it's usually, you know, between the 10th and the 15th of December, I guess, what would you say? But I, I feel like it's a, it's usually in that ballpark. So what are some strategies that we can have leading up to that, you know, second week in December? 
Yes, this is where follow-up becomes really important, right? We know who has shopped with us to that point. And then we also probably know those customers that are procrastinators that wait up until the very last minute to actually place that order. So that second week of December, right before that shipping cutoff, I mean, really, this is this is where you want to be all up in your messages, right? You want to be checking in with people. You want to be sending out reminders. You want to check in on those people that maybe had commented or interacted or said that they really liked something, but hadn't actually added it to cart and checked out. So you may choose to do a bulk order for your local customers that week. It's also just a great time to really highlight those items that are great for gift giving. So I know I've already mentioned this, but what items can help fill a need on their holiday shopping list? We all have those hard to shop for people and you probably have an amazing product that would be a great solution for that customer that's struggling with finding the right gift for the right person. This is also a great time of year to offer maybe a little extra, like maybe you want to do some gift wrapping. I, I, I'll be the first to admit one year I offered gift wrapping and I regretted it because I was up all night long wrapping things <laughs> for other people. All of my people got things in gift bags because I was so burnt out from wrapping things. But if you're able to package it up and have a done for you gift for a customer, that is such a big value add. So think about what that might actually look like for your business and how much, how much gift wrapping you really want to do, but adding on those little extras really can make a big difference. Yes. And you could even do something like a, you know, design a really pretty gift certificate in Canva. And I know that's kind of, that might be sort of a strategy for the next stop on a roadmap, but you know, even doing something like that, where there, you are elevating their customer experience, even at that last minute, even for the last minute shoppers, they're still getting a great experience. They're not just getting, grabbing the leftover scarves at Old Navy, right? They're getting, they're still getting an elevated customer (laughs) service experience, even though it is sort of last minute. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe that is like putting together a cute card for them or even offering to help ship that directly to the customer. So maybe their hands aren't even touching that gift. You're handwriting a note, you're wrapping, you're shipping, really providing a full service experience for your customer is a big deal. All right. So the next stop on our roadmap, I just alluded to it, but it happens every year. (laughs) We have the day after the shipping cutoff and messages, frantic messages. Did I miss it? Did I miss it? But what can we do during that? It's almost, it almost feels like limbo (laughs) a little Mm -hmm. bit. Those last couple of weeks of December kind of feels weird because we're busy with actual holiday celebrations and we're prepping, we're cooking, we're baking, we're celebrating, we're gift wrapping our own gifts. We're shopping, we're tying up loose ends. We're getting everything ready for the big day. And it can kind of feel like our businesses take a a backseat, which is fine. But what can we do to keep up that holiday sales strategy and also service our customers during those, those couple of weeks during the last part of December? Yeah. So, okay. Holiday shipping cutoff passes. And so at this point, you're not able to order anything and guarantee that it's going to arrive before the holidays. Of course, you can still place orders this time of year, but you just never want to guarantee that people will give it, get it in time if they're planning on giving a gift. So like you mentioned, a really cute Canva gift card where they can redeem it for any items that they would like in your shop is 
a great strategy. Also, this is a great time of year that if you do have some extra inventory, that you do a little bit of a last minute shopping event. And, you know, I never want to encourage people to over order or have too much of an inventory stash at their house, but you probably know those best selling items that are always a sure hit. And if you have a couple of gifts on hand for those real procrastinators, I mean, I don't know about you, but I used to shop with my dad <laughs> on Christmas Eve every year for my mom. And he'd say, oh, come on, we're going to the mall. And I'd be like, dad, again, this year, you didn't get anything for her. Oh. And so there's always those people out there that mm -hmm. at the very last minute, or they forget, oh no, I forgot to get that teacher gift or, oh, I am going to see my hairstylist and I should bring a little something to them, right? So think about those people and how you can swoop right in and deliver a great just-in-time Christmas gift for them. Yes. Be a little Christmas elf, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And the gift cards are great too, right? Then they can kind of pick what they want and you can package that up in a really cute, fun way. So lots of options there after that shipping cutoff, but before Christmas, right? So you're right. It's like a little bit of no man's land there. You got like a good, like 10 to 15 days that are typically a little bit quieter, which also gives you time to really connect with your family too. And I think that that's the beauty of this business is that we don't have to have our pedal on the metal and push in really hard all year long. There's times to let things coast and be there to fulfill that need just for those customers that need it, but also give yourself a little bit of a break and celebrate everything that you've accomplished for the year, um, especially after the holiday rush, which is usually a little hectic. A point I want to make about the gift certificate. So I know that can kind of seem a little impersonal. I get it. But if you think about it this way, maybe you're talking to your customers in trying to sell a gift certificate, basically trying to tell them why they need one or why they need to grab some for those in their lives that they haven't, they forgot a gift for or whatever. Instead of thinking it as, oh, I forgot. Here's kind of an afterthought gift. Think of it as something they're not going to re-gift a gift certificate. They're going to be able to spend that on something that they want. And so I think that is a valuable point to make to your customers like, Hey, get your hair stylist or get your bus driver, or get your teacher or, you know, get your friend something that they won't re-gift. They're not going to, they're going to be able yeah. to spend it on whatever they want. So I think that's a good point maybe to make. And I mean, you could even kind of sweeten the deal a little bit, right? You could say, Hey, you get a, a gift certificate and a personal shopping appointment with Tiffany. And Tiffany is going to tell you exactly what items are going to be best for you and for your needs and what you're looking for. And so that's just another way to elevate that, that, you know, they're not just getting a gift card, a piece of paper, but they're also getting the shopping experience with their most favorite drug sales consultant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love that. It's all in the verbiage. Honestly. It really is. Yes. It, yeah. We can spin this. <laughs> That is right. That is right. All right. So the final stop on our roadmap for the holiday sales strategy is January 1st, the new year. It comes, it comes quicker and quicker every year. And we can fall into the trap where we take those two weeks off, which is totally warranted. And people should be taking time off and time away and just and, and reflecting on the year, like you said, and also spending time with their families and just being able to enjoy the holiday season. Don't let that pass you by without enjoying it. But you can also fall into the trap of coming to January 1st and having zero plan for the new year. So what are your favorite strategies for January and beyond as it relates to our social selling businesses? Yeah. Oh, it is 
it's such a fine balance, right? We want to enjoy the season. We want to take that time off, but we also don't want to totally forget about our business this time of year. So hopefully you have posts scheduled and you can share behind the scenes of, of all the holiday gatherings and fun that you're having, whether you're traveling or you're staying at home for the holiday season, but you definitely want to have a game plan going into 2023. So I think it's so important to, even if you need to grab a couple hours during that week between Christmas and New Year's, go lock yourself up at your favorite coffee shop, wear your favorite holiday sweater, grab your favorite drink and map out a plan for January and what you want to accomplish in the first quarter of 2023. I know a lot of companies have new releases happening in January, and that's a great way to stay in front of your customers and book parties or have events or reach out to customers about new products that are releasing. January is also typically a pretty big month for recruiting, right? People People are reevaluating their goals and their life. And they're thinking about new opportunities and what they want for themselves in the new year. So there's usually some, some good, good energy out there that, you know, you can really build your team. I think the other thing about January is that you want to make sure that you have some things on your calendar. And I, you know, this can be challenging when you're in the thick of the holiday season to be thinking about booking parties or having incentives for January, but you can always put into place some kind of fun buy now shop later deal. So for anyone placing orders during a certain period of time in December, they'll get a voucher that they can redeem. That's only available in January. It's like the Kohl's cash or the old Navy cash kind of model right there bring them back in to shop at the first of the year. Um, also any incentives for booking parties, if there's hostess exclusive gifts, or if there's any vendor events in your area, January can be a really big month for you to set the tone for the whole next year. So definitely carve out that time and be intentional to make sure that when January rolls around, you're not staring at a brand new blink planner, <laughs> but you have your brand new planner that has a good amount of business activity penciled in. When all else fails, you can always book yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. A New Year's kickoff party. Absolutely. I love that yes. strategy. Yes. You can almost repeat that open house strategy that you did back in November, you know, or early December and repeat it for January and say, Hey, come on back. We're going to just relax and have a great time and check out, check out what's new. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you have it. There's your five part holiday strategy. That's going to carry you from now into January all mm -hmm. in what a 30 minute podcast. <laughs> I know we're so efficient. We're good, <laughs> Tiffany. We're good. <laughs> we We've been doing this for about a hundred episodes each, right? <laughs> yeah, com combined experience about 200. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I appreciate you so much coming on here and sharing your strategies. And I am so excited to hear how this helps social sellers during this holiday season. I know it's easy to just put it off, put off thinking about it until, you know, it's crunch time, but don't let that happen to you. If you're listening, don't let that happen to you. Take a few minutes, map out some strategies. These are great ones that Becky shared today, and you will have such an awesome holiday season. Amazing. Thank you, Tiffany, for inviting me back to the podcast. This was so much fun. And I can't wait to hear how everyone rocks the holidays this year. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, 
feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast, and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.